0: Courage isn't the absence of fear. It is feeling the fear and doing it anyway. It's going scared. And the best part of going scared, the best part of feeling the fear and doing it anyway is actually the fact that it's your secret weapon to building more confidence. This is a Soul Fire production. You are listening to episode 145 of Yes And with me, Judy Holler. This episode is brought to you by our studio sponsor, Advocare, a community that provides world-class products, education, and inspiration designed to help you look better, feel better, and perform better. Can I get a hell yes on that? All things I'm about, and the show is about too, which is why I'm obsessed. And guess what? Use the code FEELBETTER15, that's FEELBETTER15, anytime you shop Advocare, to get discounts and support this podcast when you do. And while we're talking about Advocare, did you know that you can win a bundle of my favorite Advocare products? All you gotta do is leave a review of this podcast, screenshot that review, and email it to me at hello at judyholler.com, and you are entered to win. We're gonna pick a couple of reviews, two to three reviews a month, and we're gonna ship the prize to you at no charge. It'll come right to your front door. So this is a great way to not only try out Advocare, but also support your girl and this podcast. Your reviews mean and matter so much. So I want to reward you for that. So jump on into iTunes, leave a quick review, screenshot it, send it to me. Hello at judyholler.com and you are entered to win. All right. Welcome back or welcome to the show. This is key number 10, which is going to be our 10th and final episode in the key series, a series of life and business lessons I've learned over the years in the hopes that they will help you open the door to more possibility in your own life. And I called it the key series because saying yes, gets you in the game, but, and keeps you in it Which makes and your unlock bay. But here's the thing. Your old keys aren't going to open new doors, but new doors are the key to a better life. And new doors require new keys. So this series was all about giving you new keys to help you unlock and kick open, if you got to, new doors. Now, last week, we spoke about going faster and being less perfect. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen. It is a game changer. And today we're going to build on that and we're going to discuss regret. Because let me tell you, going faster and being less perfect is how you avoid regret. And that is what we're on a mission to do. And truly the title of this podcast, yes, and that improv fundamental, that improv mindset, that. Life training, that is the mantra. Yes. And I mean, that's really what it's rooted in avoiding regret, right? Movement so that we avoid regret. Okay. So you hear me say this a lot life is improv. Life is improv. And the reason I say that is because none of us have a script, right? I mean, that's the whole point of improv theater. So if you're not familiar with improv, if you're new here, welcome. Um, And all my work. All the ideas I share and certainly how I live my life and the way I make choices, it's all inspired by what I've learned in the improv theater, right? And the thing about improv is that we have no script, right? The plot, the storyline, the characters, the dialogue its all made up on the fly as we go. And we use our training to succeed on stage without a script. But here's the thing. In the improv theater, we have no script. We use our training, things like yes and, to navigate that uncomfortable moment without a script. But here's the thing, none of us None of us wake up with a script and anything can happen at any time. The bad news is we can't control the outside world. But the good news is that you can control your inside world and you get to control what happens next. And when faced with choices in our lives, we typically have one or two directions we can go. We can choose to do the safe thing, or we can choose to do the brave thing. Now, I wrote a book called Fear Is My Homeboy. It is um, on Audible as well. If you haven't listened or read to my book, what are you doing, babe? Go get that book. Go listen to it on Audible. Um, It's certainly going to reframe your relationship with fear and share so many ideas to really kickstart a new relationship with courage in your life. So I wrote a book called Fear Is My Homeboy, so you can kind of guess The choice I'm making most days, uh, which is most days the brave thing. But here's the thing true courage isn't the absence of fear, it is feeling the fear and doing it anyway. It's going scared. And the best part of going scared, the best part of feeling the fear and doing it anyway is actually. The fact that it's your secret weapon to building more confidence. Who wants more confidence? I know you want more confidence. Lord knows I want more confidence. Don't we all want to be more confident? And I think a lot of us assume that you need confidence to go do new scary things, but it's actually the doing of new scary things and prevailing that builds confidence. And guess what? Just like courage hatches more courage, confidence hatches more confidence. And the choice to do the brave thing isn't easy, but it's the only way to really repel regret. And let me tell you, if there's one thing I'm trying to avoid in my life, it's regret. I do not want to get to the end of my days. I don't want to be little grandma Judy and go, damn, what if I would have? right? What if I could have? So this is sort of my measure, by the way, when I decide which scary things to go do, I'm always asking myself, okay, will I regret it? If I don't, will I regret it? If I don't, if I will regret it, I got to do it like my tattoo. Like I knew I would regret not getting a tattoo one day. So like I got a tattoo, but I will never regret jumping out of a plane. Like I have zero desire to jump out of a plane. Like I'm good. I can sleep at night knowing like I've jumped out of a, I'm not going to jump out of a plane and I'm okay with that. Right. So the measure is okay. Regret. Like if I will regret it, I got to do it. Right. I got to do it. If I won't, eh, not so worried about it. Right. The problem is that we think we have time. Enter someday syndrome. And I know you know how it goes. We talk about it a lot here on the show. I'm going to do it someday, right? Someday when I retire. Someday when I graduate. Someday when the kids grow up. Someday when I lose the weight. And one of my favorites. Someday when I have the time. Yeah, no. Someday syndrome is only going to guarantee one thing. That you get regret regret that you didn't start sooner, regret that you didn't speak up or speak out, regret that you didn't ask for what you wanted, regret that you didn't use the good china or light the candles or use the fancy perfume or take the vacation or use the miles. Like we keep waiting for a special occasion. We keep waiting for the right time. But guess what? Right now, today, this moment is the special occasion. Right now, your legacy is this moment. So there are three questions I ask myself on the daily that help me live my legacy today and eliminate the word regret from my conversation with myself, right? And I'm sharing them with you today. And question number one is this. You ready? Where am I in my day? Where am I? That's the first question I ask myself. I look at my long to-do list and I say, okay, great. That's all great. I got a lot to do. I'm running a business. You're running a business. We've got teams. We've got people. We've got families. We've got lots of commitments, but cool. Where am I? Where are, where are my goals? Where are my projects? Where are my dreams? Where is my joy? You can ask yourself this question with a personal or professional lens on top of it. But asking this question is how you take accountability for yourself. Because if you are sitting around waiting for someone else to give you more time, for someone else to give you permission, for someone else to take some work off your plate, you're going to be waiting a real long time. So it is time to step into your personal power and start taking accountability for how you want to show up as a leader and as a human. And here's the thing to really understand. Self-love is really all about self-prioritization. And doing it without guilt, without shame, without fear of retribution. And the best part is that the more you do this, the more you give the other people around you watching you the permission to go do the same for themselves. I'm always saying, you know, stop hating and start studying, right? Like stop being so mad at the girl who sets boundaries or the mom who sets boundaries or the the woman that says no. Study, study them how are they doing it? What are they doing? What can you take away from that? Because a lot of times when we're triggered by something, it's just a mirror. It's a mirror for what we're not ready to do for ourselves. Maybe what we're afraid to do for ourselves, or maybe what we think is impossible for ourselves. And so the, the people out there doing it are reminders. It's data. It is proof that it's possible, babe. So I love this shift. The shift that that question can bring. You know, here is my day. Here is my list, but where am I in that list? Where are my goals, my priorities, my projects, my dreams, my joy? And whatever that may look like for you today, we want to get you in your day so that you don't wake up someday and go, oh my God, what happened? Where did I go? Where did the time go? Where did life go? Where did I go? Right? Where am I in my day? Question number two how can I get uncomfortable today? How can I remix this a little bit? How can I do the uncomfortable and or inconvenient thing today that is going to help me increase my tolerance for pain? Pain being failure, risk, fear, all of those things, right? So this is where experiments come into play. You hear me talk about Conducting fear experiments, right? Uh, we also call them experiments, right? This this notion of experimenting with your fear every day on purpose to build that muscle and to increase your tolerance for, for pain. And this this question does the trick because if you wake up every day and ask yourself that question, you're going to inject it and infuse it into your day. And maybe maybe you journal on it at the end of your day and you say, okay, great, there was my day. How did I get uncomfortable today? And if you find yourself more days than not not having an answer to that question, you know it's time to rattle the cage. You know you're playing it too safe, right? It's time to call your shot. It's time to get uncomfortable. So, you know, big experiments can, can be things like moving to a new city or taking a new job or getting married, getting divorced, uh, a diagnosis, loss, having kids, choosing not to have kids. Like These are all big things we may and will experience in our life, right? That said. You don't need to free solo Mount Everest or jump out of a plane to prove to anyone else that you're, you're, you're brave, right? Small daily micro moments of courage matter just as much. Small experiments are just as impactful. So that could look like you, here's one of my favorites, wearing sequin when everybody else is in suits, right? Uh, It's you sitting in the front row at a meeting. It's you asking the first question on purpose on the conference call or in the in the meeting to get noticed and add value. It's you going out for dinner by yourself. It's you taking a selfie in public and not caring that, is any, that anybody's watching you do it, right? It's you making a sales call and asking for the business. It's you uh, picking up the phone and calling a friend instead of texting them. It's setting a boundary. It's saying no without guilt. It's saying yes without fear. The goal of a fear experiment, an experiment, is to increase your tolerance for pain. And that is what the improv theater is really all about. It's about getting comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Remember, confidence hatches more confidence. Courage hatches more courage. So our goal is movement, which really leads me to question number three. And this is big. This is our yes and moment. What is the next thing I can do. It's a powerful question. Uh, and then a sub question that would be, okay, who can help me? Who can help me do the next thing? So whatever overwhelm you have in your life, maybe it is a loss or a diagnosis or a global pandemic that shuts your business down. Great. Deep breath. Yes, this is happening. And What is the next thing I can do? What is the next step I can take? What is one thing I can do to inch myself forward? And if I need it, who can be on my squad? Who can help? Who can be on my ensemble here, right? So yes, and is a power. It's the name of this podcast. It's a powerful reframing of purpose, right? It is the first thing we learn in the improv theater, right? It's important because we want to keep it moving forward. So we say yes. We accept what we've been given without a script. And then we say, and to add something new to it and move it forward. And I know if you're listening to this, you have yes, but people in your life, you have uh, no people in your life, the people that are brick walls, they stop the party, they kill the action, right? And like, they've, they've got a reason. Always have a reason for why I won't work. So maybe they're on your team. Maybe they're your mother-in-law, sister-in-law. Maybe it's your sister. Maybe it's your bestie, right? These are people that shut it down, right? Like I love you, but the presentation was great, but I'd love to visit, but like there's a million buts, right? Or no's, right? They stop the action. So we want to be the yes and person, the person who hears someone and adds something on to it. So this doesn't mean that we do all the things we're given, right? So I'll give you an example. Someone could say, uh, this, these, these two scenarios feel very different, right? So someone could say, I love your presentation, but you use too many slides. Okay. Like that feels like shit. Like that makes me feel like crap. That makes me feel like you hated my talk and i am the worst presenter in the world and i totally failed at this presentation and i just i, just, I feel like the life has been sucked out of me right I, I loved the presentation but you used too many slides negative kills the energy right however if you were to say and you really thought they used too many slides a great way to coach into this moment with yes and would be to say yes i loved your presentation and next time you know what we should do find a way to use less slides, right? I'd love to help you with that. Like, wouldn't that be cool to level it up even more by, by taking some of those slides away or using less words on our slides or whatever, right? So it's yes. And I love you, but you're on your phone too much. It feels a lot different than I love you. And how about we put our phones down at dinner tonight, right? There's a difference, an energetic shift. So yes, gets us in the game. But it's the and that actually keeps the ball moving down the field in a positive direction. It also keeps you out of overwhelm. It keeps your deadlines from collecting dust. It helps you guard your focus and, most importantly, and keeps you moving. See, the improv theater is not about the best thing. It's about the next thing and you don't need a crystal ball or a five-year strategic plan because guess what? In five months, that plan could get blown up because the world's going to change again, right? And you don't need it to be perfect. You don't need all the answers. You just need the next thing. And in doing that, the next door will open and on and on it will go, right? So yes, gets you in the game and keeps you in it. The and is the Okay, you've identified your yes. Yes, I need help. Yes, I need boundaries. Yes, I need less meetings on my calendar. Yes, I need a vacation. And what are you going to do about it? What do you need? What's the first step? The next step you can take? Who can help so that all of that becomes a reality? So, the three questions they will transform your life. I can promise you this. Where am I in my day? Because this is your life, babe. This is your life. And the clock is ticking. We have to go. We have to move. Now is the time. Like your legacy is today, this moment, this minute. It's time to stop waiting and start doing, even if it feels scary. And this question gives you the permission Where am I in my day? To where can I get uncomfortable? And did I get uncomfortable today? Am I doing the brave thing or am I doing the safe thing? So look at your schedule every day and remix it. Find one way. To get uncomfortable, and you will increase your tolerance for pain when you do that every single day. Three. What is the next thing I can do when faced with overwhelm? Something overwhelming, an overwhelming season in your life, an overwhelming work environment, an overwhelming project. Okay. Deep breaths. Yes, I'm overwhelmed. Yes, this thing has just happened. I acknowledge it. I accept it. I receive it. And What is the next thing I can do? And better yet, who can help? So I wonder, you know, what doors are you not opening because you don't feel ready? What do you keep saving for someday? What regrets will you have because you're waiting for it to be perfect? And and how could you change the quality of your life today with the three brave questions I just shared? Where am I in my day? How did I get uncomfortable? And what is the next thing I can do? Life is improv. You can choose to stick safely to the script or you can bravely write your own. Okay, so there you have it. The 10th key, the final key in our key series. And it was the three questions you can ask yourself daily, To avoid regret. Which one is your fave? What's going to make the biggest impact? I really hope you love this episode. Next week on the podcast, I am breaking down my podcast cover. So we just dropped a new podcast cover. I'm going to break down all the details and why we selected everything. And it was so intentional. I'm also going to explain the season of, of transformation that I'm in and what you can expect here on the show and certainly across the brand as I continue to move through that transformation and and create things for you to really help you live a life without regret and uh, live into that yes and mindset. So I can't wait to hear what you thought about this this episode. I can't wait to see you uh, and be here again with you next week. Talk to me on Instagram. I always love your DMs. I love getting your emails. Don't forget if you screenshot your review to hello at judyholler.com, you enter to win. Some of my favorite things from Advocates, So I hope to see you there as well. And until we meet again next week, babe, just keep moving. We'll see you soon. Ciao.